This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's Boucher. The three got it from We are live, CB. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of Hustle Play with Chris Boucher. I am Mike Roach. CB, what's that happening, good. brother? What's up, man? Long time, man. Good to see you, man. Good to had, see you. Had to get these playoffs out the way. Had to make sure you were staying focused for that series. Man, I was trying my best, man. It was a, you showed out, though. First of the best challenge. That was a challenge, man. The first game, I won't lie to you, man. <laughs> the energy in Philly. I was different. I, like, I went to Warriors and, like, saw, like, a playoff game. And it's not the same when you're in it. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just not the same. The energy looked crazy yeah. out there in Philly. Overall, I mean, things, listen, Murphy's Law in game one. Mm-hmm. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's probably the best way you can put it. But mm. what was your... What were your thoughts on that series overall? Um, I think it took us a minute to get to where we, you know, where we could play. Obviously, I think uh, we had a good streak of basketball where we were playing our best basketball. And I think when the playoff came in, there was like one or two games where um, we couldn't, we weren't doing the simple thing that we used to do, you know, the simple schemes, the simple rotations. And um, I think that cost us, you know, like obviously uh, game three, we played a a good game and then buzzer beater that killed us and and but like that shows the fight that we have too like we weren't gonna get sweep game you know game four we go back we win and then game five we win and we're like okay we got a chance you know we go out their place and beat them mm-hmm. um yeah we i think if we didn't if we would have started the series like that it would have been a different story for sure i mean how do you sleep at night in regards to before the playoffs start during the series are you up constantly thinking or do you sleep peacefully uh no that playoff sleep is a little different i won't lie to you that um you know depending on how the game will goes you you know your sleep would be different you know you could be sleeping and be excited about the next game and about showing what you're capable of doing and winning and getting close to a championship or you could start like we did. I know the first two games, nobody slept well. You know, nobody was happy out of the condition that we were in and, you know, injuries and then not playing well, you know, having Freddie going through what he was going. I think that was just a lot of stuff that um, um, definitely could have break, break, break everybody's mind. And But I think we, you know, we handled it like man and 
um, got a lot of experience. We're a young team, and that's where, um, you know, the fruit of this playoff is going to bring is that we got the experience now, and um, that is great, especially with guys like Scotty Precious. Um, you know, Pascal just needed to show guys, uh, showcase what he was capable of doing again because I think a lot of people sleeping on him and not realizing what he could really do. So, Gary, you know, yep. everybody. Well, you guys figured it out. It was just figured it out late. Yeah, that's you know, that's what I feel like. Pretty much because, like you said, if game three goes differently, right? It's a 3-2. You know, it's a different story. I, I think we go over there and beat them. They come to our house. I don't think they come with the same energy you know mm-hmm. um i think when they when we beat them at their house they felt a little bit of like okay we let they let their friend down blah, blah blah let's do the same thing to them over there and after game three they felt like they could do it i feel like if they didn't win that game i don't think that's going on you know after the shot Joel made i don't think he don't make that it's over you know? what surprised you most about that series the way we handled it i think it's you know, like, we're a young team, and we could have been like, okay, we're done, you know, but I didn't see anybody felt like the series was over, you know, even after we were down, you know, 3-0. It was like, okay, that was a terrible shot. That was, like, really hard to take. Like, that was a terrible play for us to fail on, you know, like, just everything that just happened and, like, us miscommunication and somebody just leaving it just hurts, you know, like, you feel like you could have done better just in general. And then after that, and we do that every time. Like, we actually are, like, so good at, like, guarding out-of-bounds plays and all that. So, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, I don't think, like, I think what really, really hurt us is just that it happened. Not that yeah. we can't do it. We can't guard that. And then that's probably why we won more games It's just because we know we can guard that. We you guys, that. I believe, were the second youngest team in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I'm not helping that, though. Wow. Hmm? I'm Me and Todd not helping that, huh? No, but I'm just saying, like, even <sighs> after being down o three, even yeah. being down o three, you guys look actually really calm yeah, going I into mean, that fourth. We game. do got vets, you know. Pascal, Fred already been there. OG already been there. Todd already been playing playoff before. Um, I'm just there, honestly. I don't really get phased about a lot of stuff. And then you got a lot of young guys that wanted to prove themselves. Scotty, Gary, Precious. So that's a great combination to have a group of guys like that that just want to go get it all. That's now, good. what's the message in the locker room from your coaches besides we got to keep fighting? One game at a time. Mm. That's how we were going in. One game at a time. You know, you go, it's 3-0. You won one game, it's 3-1 now. Another game, you won again, it's 3-2. And that's how mm. we were going. You know, one more game. By the time you realize you played three games, it's 3-3, game seven. That's how we were thinking. Playing against Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people get to see him on television, but... That boy, huge, man. That's exactly what I was about to say. Listen, when I'm out there pregame on that court, hours before the game starts, I'm watching you warm up and the rest of the guys from both teams. Mm -hmm. That is a massive human being. Hell yeah, man. Like, massive. What is it like playing against him before I ask you about the brawl that almost broke out between the both of you? I always felt like I was a giant. I always called myself a giant and, like, somebody that's, like, just, like, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm taller than everybody and all but like he has like he's like a fridge like he's literally Mm -hmm. huge like if you walk by him like it makes you realize okay well at any point this guy like some you know some fouls that he does and stuff you're like if that guy really wanted to hit you or really want to do something bad you're not getting up like he could just fall on you and i don't think you could get up like you know you stepped on scotty's boy's leg like i thought he could have injured you 
with that cheap shot he gave me in the back. Yeah, that was kind of wrong. I don't even know why he did that. You already won the game. But to be honest with you, like, he had a lot of plays where, you know, we didn't we didn't go easy on him either. But mm-hmm. that was dirty play. I think that was just, you didn't have to do that, to be honest with you. Like, I wasn't even looking. Like, you could box me out so easy. Like, I barely box out. I usually just jump over. So, yeah, it was a, it was a bad, you know, I didn't like the play, but I do respect him a lot. How do you feel that you've played over the season after making that transformation from not playing so well mm-hmm. to playing the way you did now? I mean, like, what would you say if you were sitting in the stands watching yourself play? What do you think you'd say about yourself? I mean, it, dep- it depends. Because if you started and you were like, you know, trade him and I don't like him and all that, I don't know what you could say about me now because I feel like I played my hardest every time. So... Even the bad time, I played my hardest. It's just, I just make great, the right decision, great decision. So I don't know how you could judge me about that. But, like, I mean, I I don't hate nobody, you know. For example, I know I have true fans in there that to the ups and downs, they were there. And I welcome, I'm welcoming the new ones and everybody that hates you. If you do something right, you're like, somebody's going to hate. Somebody's going to be hating on you. So I must be doing something right. Let me ask you this now. The Maple Leafs are in the playoffs as well, okay? Yeah. They are currently in battle. So from a mental standpoint, if you could send a message to them, yeah. right, what would it be? Um, They got it, man. Like, the, the way that they are, man, like, I don't even know how, you know, coming from, like, I'm in a bad position to say that, but I do like watching hockey, right? So watching them right play right now, they, they just seem like they they gluing together. You know what I'm saying? Then they had a little down, but like you know, it's the lightning, and they won game one. Like they they doing just fine. They just gotta keep doing it. Like yesterday was a little messed up, but I, they came back. You know, it was like five three. So no, they got this. You know, I don't think they they need anything from a basketball player to. But I'm behind them now. I can't call you Toronto Raptors forward Chris Boucher anymore. It's free agent forward, Chris yeah. Boucher. That feels good, man. Feel blessed? Feels blessed, yeah. What goes through your mind when you hear that? Um, I mean, I've been waiting for a long time to be a free agent. Just, I mean, it's not even about wanting to leave or wanting to, you know, be somewhere else or having more, um, for example, uh, op- opportunity. But, like, it's more about, like, just... All the hard work that you had, you did, something's coming for it. You know, like I've been a, I've been restricted agent. I've been on a two way. I've been waived. Like I have all that, and it took me like what six years, almost like five year and a half, to get there. You know, I'm so supposed to be a actually a free, unrestricted free agent, and um, you know, just for my family, the people that helped me, like that's a good moment for us to just kind of realize how far we've come and. You know, make the right decision too, because obviously, um, you know, it's not because you're a free agent and all that that uh, you could just decide that you know just sign something and not worry about anything else. Because you got a life, you got people around you, and you know, you gotta think about them too. Have you spoken to any of your vets and gotten any advice on kind of like what the process is like there? Or? Nope. No. I didn't think about free agency once yet. I haven't think about what I want to do or anything. I'm not even like I said when the season was over. I just wanted to. You know, 
relax and just like i'm i've been the most relaxed i've been in my whole life just knowing that um you know i've tried my best i wanted to win the championship but like i played the best that i could with all the energy i have and now the season's over i can relax and just no wait for whatever god's got for me because at this at this point right now i think i've done my part and you know just showing i'm capable of doing and putting all the energy i know working hard and going 100 percent every day do you look at different factors? Do you consider different aspects of it, like things that are important to you that can contribute to depending on where you land? Um, I mean, I I don't know because I feel like I don't know, really know what a free agency, like what the market looks like, what is, you know, what other city looks and all that. Like I never really thought about it. All I was thinking about is being in Toronto and, you know, living my life here. I'm Canadian. And I was just playing basketball. You know, I was that that young kid like that just wanted to, you know, play basketball and will hopefully get to the point that I am now. So, um, beside that, like now that you're here, it's like okay, you gotta you kind of gotta wake up and realize that it's here. But I'm still not thinking about it right now. To be honest with you, this playoff is still going. I'm watching the games and stuff, mm-hmm. wishing that you know we could give it be there and um the you know there's great basketball going now, so you can learn a lot from that too. So. What does Chris Boucher do in the off season? Um, what do you do to have fun? What do you do to let loose? I go a to bit? island um, with my friends and just chill, have fun, play dominoes, um, go to the beach, go to a boat. Um, You're just straight up chilling. Yeah. You don't want to do anything. I don't do nothing. And I'm, I'm telling you, when I retire, this is going to be the same thing. Like, I'm making myself... <laughs> I want to make enough of myself money and like invest it everywhere so I could just be in the island and do whatever. Call me whenever you need me. I'll come in a PJ and come right back and go right back home. I want to live like that. Speaking of retirement, okay, you're still a ways away from that. But yeah. have you ever thought about anything possibly if you wanted to do after? Because, I mean, you're doing this show right now. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing anything in media or anything? I'm going to just do a bunch of stuff for the kids first, like the camps and stuff. Like, I'm going to Montreal, open schools and stuff. Like, the same thing LeBron did. I want to do some stuff like that in Canada and just do it in Montreal for sure first. And then if it gets big enough, where well, I get big enough to do it in, everywhere in Canada, then I will. But I want to do stuff like that, um, have people run it and, you know, create jobs at the same time and, our own places and then um yeah maybe i have my little show after but i'm scared i have a show when i retire because then after that there's n- nothing i can't say and that's the problem I can't wait yeah that's the problem and i might get fined a couple times i'll lose some sponsors over some stuff i'm gonna say i might not want to do that but that's yeah. what we want to see though that's you yeah me that's gonna, why people love this show yeah but some sponsors that you know some sponsors like they love you for what something that you do you might get more for, sponsors yeah, but I'm not going to get the, the, the nice one that, you know what I'm saying, that on TV commercials. I'm be like, this guy curse every time. We don't put that on TV. Put it on the internet. Yeah, but that's clout, man. I don't chase the clout. You're not chasing clout, though. You just yeah. do your thing. If I if it's internet, if it's social media, that's straight clout. That's straight clout. Have you seen Draymond Green's podcast? Yeah. This dude's doing a podcast, mm-hmm. like, Post game, after the game. Yeah. That's some pretty cool stuff. But do you see the difference between that and barbershop? Or Yes. I see your point. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> I do. I do. You I see your saying. Like, that. I see like that's kind of show I want to get to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like like this podcast right here, like 
that's the type of show I want to do without having to um, somehow, because I won't have a job, you know what I'm saying? So, like, some stuff that you really have inside, deep inside, or, like, some stories that you don't want everybody to know because you're still in the league and stuff, mm. I might be able to say, not on people, but on what I was thinking during that time. Mm. Cool, I understand that. Have you been watching any of the playoffs? Yeah. Speaking of Draymond Green, yeah. I mean, we've seen some rough play. Yeah, well, my boy's part of it. Dylan. Your boy got suspended. Dylan Brooks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. What's been your take on that series so far? It's a good, it's a damn good series. Um, yeah, it's a great series. Um, Josh Sick. He's something else. He's, yeah, he's different. Um, uh, I like Jordan Poole. Jesus, that boy is different too. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think Dylan did it on purpose. I know Dylan, and during the moment, he probably said, "If I block this, if I make a game change and play this, oh, yelling all this is changing yeah. the game." Yeah. But you messed it. You messed it up. He messed and it up. And then he realized it after he hit him in the head. But yeah, man, and Gary Payton is one of my boys too. And- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Knees hurt, and that hurt me because he, um, he went to Oregon State. I played against him. Um, he was in gold like he like when I went to Golden State my first year, he was in G League and all that, and like he's been working his his ass off to be like where he's at now, and he got hurt. Hopefully, like you know, what I'm saying like people still see what he could do because I mean it's just an elbow. He's, he's gonna good, come back man. from that, but he's and he hustles, you know, like mm-hmm. he man, man, I like him a lot, but you know things happen, man. Who do you think's gonna win it all? I go for Phoenix, man. Phoenix. Yeah. You think they have enough in the end? I just think they've been number four. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like, if Golden State get kicked out by Memphis, Memphis and and Phoenix going to be a good game. But I don't know. I like Phoenix, man. I like their shooters. I like Michael uh, Mikhail Bridges. Like, guys like this that just do two-way. They just do their job. And. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Chris Paul, one of the best point guard, and then you got Devin Worker that plays like Kobe sometimes. So, like, it's kind of hard to to stop that team right now. DeAndre Aiden, that's another guy. Cool. What do you think about the East? Were you surprised to see Brooklyn get bounced out like that in a sweep? Yeah. Katie's my guy. I, I mean, I just... I mean, everybody get their moments, so I don't know what it is. Like I said, I, I, do, I do know that it's not... Um, the only thing that stopped Katie from getting where Katie wants to be is Katie. Nobody else, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody. I think Boston did anything to that would change, but I think it's just it's Katie. Really? I, I mean, no. 
Damn. I think it's KD. I, I think KD, something with KD that made KD play that way. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. And But you see KD playing against teams, and when KD's there, he's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't. But Boston's a really good team, too, so they might go all the way. Now we're talking NBA playoffs, talking a little bit of media. I want to talk to you about Charles Barkley and Shaq because they mentioned that Toronto's a team that's kind of in no man's land because they're good enough to make the playoffs, but they don't really have a superstar who can kind of take them over the edge. Do you believe really that you need to have a superstar to win it all in this league or can you win from a collective group? I think the league is changing where it could be a collective group. You know what I'm saying? Like, But to be honest with you, like I think if they think that about us, that's why I think about everything they say. Like, some you said you were gonna get swept. After you said that, I don't even know if I could listen to anything you said. Shaq and Charles, like, how many times did they say stuff and it don't happen? Okay, so if they think that about us and think we can't win a championship, that what's new about that? I know for sure that the team that we had, nobody thought we could get there. So no, you guys greatly exceeded expectations. Yeah, so if we year. all go back this summer and all get better. Mm-hmm. Pascal, is, you think he's not a superstar? He's going to be an all-NBA. Mm-hmm. Fred was an all-star. I don't know what you're saying. What what do we don't have? It's just because we're young, obviously. And you guys don't watch us. So you no, don't know much. They, they don't watch. You don't watch us. Like You probably watch, like, what, when you say, oh, the Raptors are in the playoff? Okay, let me go watch a couple of games, see how they play, and start talking. Watch us. Mm. And then you can talk how much you want. If you can give a few words, a sentence at most, about the players I'm about to say. Just a few of them. Fred Van Vliet. Leader. Scotty Barnes. Special. Pascal Siakam. Mm. I think Pascal is... Pascal is like the... Pascal is crazy because, like, I've seen Pascal literally go from the enemy to a superhero in a year. Mm-hmm. In a year. Like, it's it's amazing how he did that. Like, he literally went from, you suck, go back to wherever you went from, you can't play, this and that, and came back and look what he was doing. Did he really suck that much, though? That's kind what of the changed? fans What thing. changed, though? What did you guys really see that changed besides, like, he, him literally... Being here in his head now and having a better IQ. There's not nothing much. Pascal's changed, doing really. the same thing. He's been doing the same thing for the three last three years. Yeah, it's just that he had a bad slump where mm. he wasn't playing well. That's it. Like Pascal could have did that for the next three years. Let's say Pascal didn't have a bad year. Are we talking like that about Pascal? No, absolutely at all. Not. Absolutely not. That's what people don't understand. And you sit here and you watch and you're like, okay, well, you know what? The same way y'all was laughing about the spin move that he used to do. When he was doing the distance, no, he dropped 40. How much time would we... Mm-hmm. That's how it is, man. That's just how it is. A couple more. Gary Trent Jr. Sniper. That boy just... If you play Call of Duty, you see how sometimes you walk around and... Pew, that's him. Yeah, JoJo. Sniping. Yeah, JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> OG Ananobi. Unique. Last one, Chris Boucher. Uh, I'm different. I'm just, I think everybody would say that. If you talk to anybody, I'm just different. I don't, 
don't know. I don't really. I'm. I think I'm not even supposed to be in this world. That's what makes me different. What do you mean by that? Because like I just like I just came late. It's like everybody was in a party and I came late. Maybe it was the perfect hey. timing. Yeah, but everybody's dressed and I just got here. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like he's the different one in here. It's like if we're having a whole party here and everybody got masks, I'm coming without a mask because I don't didn't know there was supposed to be a mask in here. So I'm different. Well, I guess that could be a good thing too, though. I love right? it. I love it. I ain't got no problem with being different at all. How do you think you've changed from the beginning of the season till now? Not even necessarily from a basketball standpoint, just you as a human. Uh, it helped holding my, like, I mean, I'm more mature and like, I think I'm able to see the other side of the metal because before it was just how I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't play me, that's what, because of this. You know what I'm saying? I don't make shots because of this. You know, everything was about what I, what Chris wants. And then this year I had to learn that. I had to learn that, you know, first of all, basketball is a team sport, so you got to think about your team. I, you know, I always was a good teammate, but I was always thinking about myself too, you know, and now I know what it is to have you know, a team and being like through the ups and down and not, you know, not being so much about the moment, you know, like let's say I didn't play well and, Usually I'd be like, fuck this, fuck that. You know, now it's more, okay, I mean, I had a bad game. What can I do better and not make it go to the next day? And that's just something that I used to do when I was, you know, when I had nothing. And that's probably the best thing I did is going back to the the Chris that had nothing. So now I'm grateful to with everything. Because when I had nothing, I was still grateful about just being able to be, to be alive, you know. And now it's like a little thing bothers you and you just want to start acting like, oh, this, this, and that. No, I'm going back to old Christmas. It didn't bother me at all. Now, we saw how you made that change to become a different player, yeah. right? Did you think that was something you'd ever have to do? No. I thought I was going to be a sharp shooter. I thought I was going to be Kyle Culver for the Raptors. Like, just <laughs> I'm coming over here. You put me in the game, I'm shooting threes. Mm. You know, that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I went to Tampa, and I was – lights out so i'm like oh this is what i'm doing and then came back here and i don't know i left my i left my sniper in tampa because the first time that was terrible the first i was shooting 18 percent from three man that's pretty bad that's bricks yeah that's straight bricks i'm building the house everywhere i go mm-hmm. yeah so yeah th- but then that made me realize that I needed to change and that I had way more abilities and I was capable to do a lot more than just shooting the ball. Why do you think people in general take so long to make change? Egos. Egos. If you can't fight your ego, you're not going to go anywhere. Like your ego makes you do a lot of stuff. Like, you know, when somebody hits your ego, there's a lot of stuff that you. Normally, it wouldn't be affected, but as soon as it hits your ego, you're just reacting to it. If you can't fight that, it's over. Like, I have a lot of stuff that I do, that I, stuff that I react to, and that's just off my ego. That's, I don't want my ego to be hurt. But like, How if does I, your ego develop to that? When you start realizing what really pissed you off, and when it starts happening a bunch of times, like let's say every time you bring me water you don't bring ice and i hate that you know eventually i know you're just not gonna bring me ice so i'm not gonna let that bother me mm-hmm. next time i see the cup, i know it's not coming with ice so i'm not gonna let it bother me but if my ego wants ice every time i'm gonna get mad at you every time you bring it with no ice 
do you think you should? Guys? You, you, you guys I, get I, I do understand what you're saying, okay. but are you saying? Do you feel like you should <laughs> sure. kind of get rid of the ego, or is it kind of beneficial to have a bit of an ego? No, you need it. I'm not, you can't get it. rid of it. I'm just saying, like, you got to be able to know that sometimes, mm -hmm. some situation, your ego has to be lesser than what's going on in the situation. You can't bring it up as strong as everything. Sometimes you're not even part of the situation. You don't know what somebody else is going through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you come here today and you're not feeling well, but I want you to be laughing, doing all that stuff. That mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't force you to be that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? My ego wants you to be happy here and be happy with me and all that. But if you're going through some stuff, I need to understand that. Right, right. Some stuff are just, you, know, you need to be, to chill out, take your time, look yourself in the mirror and say, what would I like? Would I like that to happen if it was me? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is no, then. So sometimes you do have to make changes in your personality, your ego. What type of changes do you believe will make you a better player in regards to being on the court for next season? Um, I got to um, just get to the next play. I think I got a lot. I got a, a big problem with that. Like just if I made if I'm because I made a lot of mistakes. So and got pointed out a lot for it. So when now that I feel like I'm making less mistakes, it's hard mm -hmm. for me to not say something when somebody does it. And I got to get to that point where mistake is going to happen and go to the next one. But I feel like I got so into like trying to be a perfect player that now when somebody make a mistake, I'm over it, all over it, you know? But I need to get better at that. I think you're a mid-range jumper away from being really, I don't think really good. I don't think mid-range, though. That's, I know you don't. That's the problem. I know you don't. But honestly, like, it's not, it's not. You're uh, a long-range shooter. Nah, man, I could drive the ball and do a lot of different stuff. So I just got to, it's not my time yet. Like I said, it's not required for me yet to do that. You've been putting the ball on the more on the floor more, though, when, like later on in the season. When it was required to. When I when you, like, play off basketball, when they close out to you fully, mm -hmm. you have to drive. That is required for me. But when in the regular season, they're just lazy and leave me open, I got to shoot it. It's just not required for me to put the ball down. It's not required for me to bring the ball all the way full court when it's Scotty, Barton, Pascal, Fred, and Gary that could do it. You know, and I understood that. I wanted to do all that. Mm -hmm. But I understood it's not my role right now. And I'm doing a really good job just doing everything else. So that doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I've killed that that curse that I wanted to... Um, be all offensive and bring the ball and do all the flashlight. I, I've realized I could do a lot of flashlight on defense. A lot of stuff that people can't even do. That won't even think that I would do it. Right. Jump, contest threes. Now people think that they know I could block threes. That stuff. That block you a can't lot do of threes. That. You can't do that. Mm. That's that's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing as you being an excellent three-point shooter. I'm an excellent shot blocker. I think too, too many people are scared to try and block threes, though. Unlike you. I think no, I don't think they kick. I don't think you could get to certain of them. That I, is true I think too. that you need a perfect timing. You need to know when to jump, and also you, some most of the time when you jump, you need to not hit him. Like I hit a couple That's of shooters. Thing. That's like why two, I think people times. get scared because they can't get there. That's why I. If you know you can't get there, that's what you're scared. You're not scared of not being not being able to block. You just don't want to hit him because mm -hmm. you're late. Right. That's really what it is. How do you make? How do you do that, though, man? I don't know. Because you're you're actually one of the best in league at at uh, blocking three point shots. Yeah, but y'all still hit on me when I do it sometimes. So I'm not gonna talk about it because then after that people are gonna be like, "That's what he does," <laughs> and then I'm gonna get punked more on it. 
So no, <laughs> but I'm gonna keep doing it because you know obviously it seems like it's a speci- specialty that I have. What was the mood like when you do your exit interviews? You're talking to Bobby. You're talking to Coach Nick Nurse. Uh, um, what's the mood? Thank like you for there? everything. You guys like made me like such a better player and like you know made Toronto home for me. Like I literally became a different person coming here. I don't think like. People see or realize how much growth I've made in the last four years, you know, and I owe it all to Toronto. You know, I've been with Nick Nurse the whole time. I've been with Masai, Bobby the whole time, Jimbo, everybody, you know, and that's where that's really what it was. Is how far where I came, I came, and you know, obviously, like you know, that's that's a home for me, you know. But they understand I'm a free agent too, and all. But you know, I think it was more about talk. It was more talk about how good they think that I became and how proud they was and that was it really like, I don't think I didn't I didn't really have a conversation about if I wanted to stay or not I think they really respected me on that part and mm-hmm. not asked me about that so have you spoken to any of your teammates thus far after the the season yeah I talked to a few they telling me to go live my life I mean and I should but I did I I was living my life in Toronto a little bit, just relaxing and not waking up for practice in the morning. So that felt good. For all your super fans out there, what message mm-hmm. would you have for them? Because you, ha- you got some super fans out there. Now. Man, I love them all, man. To be honest with you, like when they see me in public and all that, rarely I don't say hi, man. Yeah. Like I rarely just say I don't want to take a picture. And honestly, like now it's becoming crazy. Like now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I can't go anywhere. But... Rarely I say no, no. So obviously they see that they see that I love them, and then I, you know, I try to respond to some of them sometimes and all. But you like it though, or can it be annoying? Or you seem like the kind of guy who doesn't mind. Yeah, I mean, if I told if he's like, hey, hey, if I have headphones, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got headphones, just I'm probably vibing right now. Just don't do it. Yeah. But if you see that I'm just chilling somewhere and I've been here for like five minutes, you might you might you might get your chance, you know. But that's it. Like, but I don't have no problem with anybody. Or if you yell, if you yell, you're gone. You lost me. Can't do that. Listen, man. On behalf of myself and all the Toronto Raptors fans, we want to say congrats Thanks, on man. a very good season. Thanks, man. A lot of people are worried. We're worried because. <laughs> You played very well this season, mm. and we know that the interest is going to be there for you, right? So a lot of people are really hoping you return to the T dot. Uh, but we got to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. We got to wait and see what happens. But my guy CB, appreciate you, my brother. Thanks, yeah, man. And before we get out of here, man, talk yeah. about your experience doing hustle play. Hey, man, that was great to be honest with you. Like, uh, at first, when I f- when I first talked about uh, having a podcast, you know, I wanted one for a long time. Mm. But, like, they were like, um, first of all, my English was not good enough. So, like, they were like, you know, you might not be able to, to hold a 30 minutes conversation and mm-hmm. change subjects and stuff. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, that, that's kind of disrespectful. I'm coming here to get a show and you guys tell me my English is bad. Like, <laughs> you know, but then after that, I got better at it. You know, I got better at talking English without cursing every time. Because then... Before, there was a shit, fuck, or what the fuck at every sentence. 
classic CB yeah, like right there. Every time, every sentence. So then I had to, I had to figure out a way to take that out. And then, um, yeah. And then they, my person, I became my person. I became more, you know, out there. Like I became easier to talk to, or, and um, people wanted to know more about me. And then you guys came, and it's been great. Listen, man. Once again, I appreciate you, my brother. You had Thanks, a really, man. really good season. Thanks, man. And a lot of us are hoping that you will return to the Toronto Raptors <laughs> next year. <laughs> but we got to wait and see what happens. But this is Hustle Play with Chris Boucher. I am Mike Roach. Thank you, And man. we're out, boy. Thanks, man. Here's Boucher. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.